Welcome to Loving the Christ Life. Welcome, I'm Brad Wilson. Good to have you with us on another great podcast today of Loving the Christ Life. Going back into our archives, as we always do, we found some more great messages from Warren Litzman from the book of Ephesians. First, though, we'd like to invite you to go to our website, Christ-Life.org. There you can read about the In Christ message, the Christ life that we are so proud to bring to you during these podcasts. Now, let's get into today's word and message. Here's Warren. Greetings, dear friends. Here we are again. We're gathered together in the presence of the Lord, in the glory of God, of a wonderful plan of salvation, whereby we're going to meet the Lord one of these days. It's close, getting closer every minute. We're getting closer to His coming, His appearing. Somebody's always saying to me, well, isn't the world bad enough that he comes now? It isn't the bad things that's going to bring him back. Somebody says, well, uh, surely the church has grown now and comes to understanding it's already the place where Jesus could return. That's not what is going to make him come back. He's going to come back in one way, dear friends. He's going to come back when God says it's time. Now, you understand that? Not even Jesus knows the time. The time that he's coming back to receive his blessed, his born-again children unto himself, that time is locked in God's mind. The Father controls that time. And he's the one that's going to say, that's all, son. Go get your, go get your church. Go get, go get those people who have believed in you and bring them on up here to the house. They're our children. I rebirthed every one of them. They're mine. Bring them on up here. That's in God's mind. That's not in some preacher's mind. We've always got some preacher that says, I know just when the Lord is coming back. I know when the end of the world is coming. They've got all sorts of dreary ideas. Listen, dear friends. Stay in the book. Stay in the book. Stay in the book that tells you Christ lives in you, that you're never without him, you're never separated from him, and you're going to see him one of these days. In the flesh, you're going to see him one of these days. We're going to meet him in the air, praise God. Well, that's not my subject for today, but I tell you, it burns in me that I'm going to see him soon. Just in time, God's going to bring him back and receive us unto himself in God's time, in his time. Well, I've been talking to you this week from the third chapter of Ephesians, and we've... Uh, gotten down to the second verse, and I want to go back to something in the second verse. It's the last words of that second verse in Ephesians 3 and 2 that says, The dispensation of the grace of God, which is given me to give to you. I sometimes think every time I leave a portion of Scripture that I didn't go into it like I ought to. I didn't say what I really needed to say about that Scripture. And the key in that last line is the dispensation of the grace of God. Did you know that's the dispensation you're living in now? And if that's not preached to you, you are not receiving the help that will carry you in this dispensation. Don't let somebody tell you that they're going to preach to you some law. 
they're going to tell you what God said to Isaiah or to Moses. No, sir. You need to get into the scriptures that deal with this dispensation of grace. I want to say again, a dispensation is a God allotted time where he is able to carry out some part of his eternal plan. He's doing that right now. He's working on that right now. But you need a gospel that preaches that. This gospel was given to Paul to give to us. How plain that is. He didn't give it to the church. He didn't give it to the religious board. He didn't raise up people out, out of the Old Testament, some of the prophets, and give them the message. He gave it to the meanest man on earth, the Apostle Paul, to give to us. That's where we get the gospel for this dispensation. The dispensation of grace started with a man who needed more grace than anybody else, and God had plenty of it. And most of us need grace. We needed grace. We had had the Old Testament for how many thousands of years? We could have read about it, but it didn't make the change in us. We read about Jesus of Nazareth, the mighty, wonderful works he did, but that didn't make the change in us. In fact, more people today are against the cross than ever before. I never heard so many fools that are out telling us that the cross doesn't work, that the cross is not the grace of God, that the cross maybe never even happened. All kinds of fools running around, but listen to me. The Bible is still the book. The Bible is still the truth. And Paul's message is a message that God gave to him to give to us. So let's be thankful to God that we received it. We received it from Paul. He didn't give it to any one of us. There's always somebody coming along saying, Well, the Lord showed me this, and the Lord showed me that. He doesn't show you anything. The Holy Spirit didn't teach you anything that's not written in the message. The gospel that Paul gave to us is the gospel it's written in. Well, let's go to the, the third verse. Dare we bite off the third verse here today and begin to see more of what Paul has to say. Third verse reads, How that by revelation, how that by revelation, oh, I've got to stop right there. i got to talk to you about the revelation. What is the revelation? The revelation is God's plan for this day. Remember, God always has an effective gospel for what He is doing in this world. Right now, since the cross, what He's doing is saving people by the death, burial, and resurrection that started at the cross. That's where God is today. That's where He's moving today. He's not moving the Old Testament. He's not moving through the ministry of Jesus of Nazareth, as wonderful as it was. He's moving through that cross. He's moving through the death, burial, and resurrection of Christ. And when you come to know that, then the Bible opens up to you because that's what God is doing. That's where He is today. You say, oh, He's doing so many more wonderful things. Impossible. Unneeded. Don't work. What works is what God gave to the Apostle Paul. And so, how did he get these things? That first line of verse 3 tells us he got all of these things by revelation. 
So let's talk about revelation a moment. How important the revelation of Jesus Christ is. How important it is. We hope you're enjoying today's podcast with Warren Litzman from the Book of Ephesians. These broadcasts are so important, and this message of the In Christ message that has been given to Warren is such an important message for the world. Please tell your friends about this podcast each week. We're available on most major podcast directories, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play Music, all of those places where you can normally get your podcasts. Check it out. We put another one up, a new one up, every Saturday. And we would love for you to tell your friends about us and help spread this great message around the world. And don't forget our website, Christ-Life.org. Now, let's get back to Warren. The Apostle Paul waited on God until he received revelation after revelation after revelation. At least four are written about in his epistles. But many, many others not written there fill up the mind of Paul as to what should be said about the grace of God. Do you get that? Do you understand that? He didn't give it to anybody else. He gave it to the one man to whom waiting on God was the answer to human need. Waiting on God to understand what God was doing was the important factor to God. That's why God chose Paul in the first place. It's because he would have the final gospel. Well, somebody comes to me and says, can't you be saved out of what happened to Abraham? Our preacher preaches on Abraham all the time, and he tells us what to do through Abraham. That's not the gospel. That's some wonderful things. All gospel that comes from God is inspired. But listen to me, not to us. Not to us. What about the gospel? It's given to us. The gospel God gave to Paul is given to us. That's what it says in this second verse. Given to me to you or given to me to give to you. That's the way it is. That's the gospel. There is none other that God gives. And yet there are thousands of different gospel tears, gospel ears, gospel mouths, and gospel minds that are separated from what Paul has to say in his epistles. Listen to what he says. How that by revelation God gave unto me this final gospel. Why is it final? Because there won't be any other gospel coming from God on this earth. When the Antichrist comes, there will be no no new gospel. When Jesus returns, There'll be no new gospel during the millennium. The final gospel is given to us now. That you can be saved by simply believing on the Lord Jesus Christ. All the other gospels in the Old Testament, they had to do certain things to be saved or to be God's child or whatever. They can't be God's birth child, but they are called the children of God. number of things they could have done But what we do in grace is simply believe on the Lord Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior. 
and God counts it for salvation. How wonderful is this salvation. How glorious is this salvation that God has given unto us. How did it come? By revelation. Revelation of what? Revelation of God's plan for this day. We would be in a most sorrowful place if Jesus had come and died on the cross and set us free from Satan and sin if we didn't have a gospel telling us that. So what has happened in our world? Many don't preach that. Many don't preach the death, burial, and resurrection is what is necessary for our gospel. Not tithe paying, not winning souls, not doing good things, not being regular in church. None of those things are what saves us. They are things we do because we are saved. If we feel led, we do those things because we are saved. But we don't do any of those things to get saved. We are saved by grace. And the story starts with the Apostle Paul. He's the first one who gives us grace. Jesus gave us grace by what he did. His was in doing. Mercy and grace came by Jesus Christ. But the gospel of grace came by the Apostle Paul. I just want to say it like this if I possibly can. Grace is the gospel that goes with the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ. You see what I'm saying? Without the proper gospel, what happened in the scriptures doesn't matter much. Like it doesn't matter much today in certain Christian circles. They can ignore the cross. They can talk against the shed blood of Jesus Christ. They can come up with all sorts of things. They got a new thing today. Some of our prominent preachers have gotten involved in. And it's called chrysalum. A common thought that we must preach not only Christianity but we must preach Islamic gospel out of the Koran. So they're all starting to read the Koran in the pulpit. The people sitting there will go to hell listening to the Koran and the preacher will be held responsible. My dear friends, it's the gospel of Jesus Christ that came by revelation that is the most important. I'm going to come back to this subject again tomorrow because it's so important in our day. My thought, final thought is there must be an existing gospel for the work that God is doing. And that's what we're doing today by preaching Christ as the liberator, as the life of the human being. Thank you for listening. Be back with you again tomorrow. Bless you now. How exciting these messages are each week from Warren Litzman, and especially here in the book of Ephesians. We sure hope you're enjoying these. Thank you for being with us today. We appreciate it so much. And please go to the website, christ-life.org. Look around, see what we're all about. And be sure and go to our store and look at some of the publications and some of the uh, audio tapes that we offer, 
They're wonderful, and many of these have been written by Warren, many of the books, and of course the uh, audio tapes. Be sure and check out the book on the Apostle Paul while you're there. It's amazing, and it's probably one of our most requested books. Again, that's Christ-Life.org. Until next time, I'm Brad Wilson, loving the Christ life.